Hello and welcome to the podcast on organizational excellence available at iTunes and corpexcellence.com. I'm your host, Wasim Rajput. In this episode, I'll discuss the concept of business agility as that is getting a lot of attention lately in the enterprises. We will review what it really means to be agile, discuss its importance, and see how organizations are building capabilities to become more agile to stay competitive. Let's first focus on what business agility really means and the need for it in today's world. As we all know, and we can see it happening, for the past few years, the industry has been going through a lot of disruption. We see, for example, a lot of businesses either transforming themselves dramatically in how they operate and serve their customers, or in some cases, we see businesses exiting the market and closing their doors. And all this is happening because of the disruption that has been triggered by the digital revolution and similar phenomena. This disruption where enterprises either have to adapt or risk being driven out of the market has become the new constant and the norm. One of the major characteristics of this disruption is that it is associated with rapid change in the marketplace. As this applies to almost all industries, we can see, for example, businesses bringing new products and services at a much rapid pace than before. We see businesses interacting and engaging with customers in new ways and responding to their needs quite quickly, and so forth. So to keep up with this kind of an environment requires an agile enterprise. So business agility refers to an enterprise's ability to respond to this ongoing disruption by meeting market and customer demands. It's about adapting to the constant changes and pressures that an organization faces to bring incremental but rapid changes, both internally and externally. The greater the agility, the faster an organization can meet its customers' needs, thus increasing customer satisfaction. Business agility also provides organizations the opportunity to experiment with new innovations, as this enables them to roll out new products and services to the market quickly, gauge market's reaction accordingly, and uh, then can incorporate that feedback rapidly before releasing the next version or iteration of their offering. In the face of fierce competition and constant market pressures, every organization therefore should incorporate agile practices in all its business operations. We have heard this before, that to succeed, we need to fail faster and do it repeatedly by testing new innovations until we get to where we want to be. So now as we understand what is meant by organization agility, let's review some of the characteristics of an agile organization based on what we have uh, reviewed so far. In an agile organization, its delivery processes are appropriately aligned to its users, uh, customers, and the market in general to ensure that the right products and uh, services are delivered quickly and based on market and business requirements. In an agile organization, its delivery processes are nimble and flexible, yet stable to enable rapid and defect-free delivery. Also, in an agile organization, the organization appropriately listens to market and customer feedback and responds to internal and external change effectively. So if you're part of an organization or department trying to become agile, you should realize that in building such agile capabilities, 
your organization may need to tailor its overall delivery mechanisms to become nimble and flexible to respond to change. This delivery capability that in turn is made up of internal systems, methods, and processes must become lean, stable, yet flexible and fast to deliver at market speed. Next, let's review some of the principles that one needs to keep in mind when trying to transform its operations to become more agile. First, for those who don't know, agile methods first surfaced in the enterprise and the overall market in the area of software engineering. The success of agile techniques in the technical communities have uh, since put pressure on other parts of the enterprise to become agile as well. That's because from an enterprise standpoint, there is no use of delivering software in an agile manner if the overall delivery lifecycle, comprising of all legs of the delivery process, are not effective and efficient. And this overall delivery process starts from ideation, goes through delivery and deployment, and then to production. So all the legs of the process need to be agile for the enterprise to have an overall effect of becoming agile. The agile methods that have surfaced in the past few years are based on a set of 12 principles that were developed as part of an initiative called the Agile Manifesto. Due to the simplicity and commonsensical approach of these principles, they have become the foundation for agile practices that are now applied enterprise-wide in areas even outside the discipline of software engineering. The 12 principles behind Agile can be found at uh, a, a website which is called agilemanifesto.org. So let's review those uh, quickly here. The first principle has to do with satisfying the customer constantly by continuously delivering the product. Number two is change is welcome in all phases of the delivery lifecycle. Number three is focus on continuous delivery of the product by breaking it down in smaller releases. Number four is business users and product development teams must collaborate constantly on delivering the products. Number five has to do with empowering teams to self-organize and to make decisions. Number six is encourage face-to-face -face and one-on-one -on -one conversations and collaborations and bypass bureaucracy. Number seven is establish working products delivered to production as the primary means of success. Number eight is all organization stakeholders should strive to maintain the pace of delivery and performance. Number nine is always strive for excellence in the delivery of products and services. Number 10 is encourage simplicity in all matters. Number 11 is the best results usually come from self-organizing teams. And finally, number 12 is about constant reflection. In the last segment of this episode, uh, let's review business scenarios in the adoption of Agile and see how organizations are adopting Agile practices within the areas of information technology and other areas. In one agility scenario, we see organizations working to break the barrier between their departments. So in all areas of the enterprise where processes progress in a waterfall approach from one phase to another and are getting tied up in a bureaucracy where there are handoffs from one department to another, organizations are instead looking to break down those barriers between departments by setting up cross-functional teams to collaborate on projects and to deliver them rapidly. In another agility scenario, 
we see enterprises delivering software rapidly to the market. This is a departure from earlier scenarios where production release cycles were quite long. As we have covered earlier, the most common application of Agile has been in the area of software development and engineering. So rather than following waterfall types of methods, organizations are building software in multiple iterations, where each iteration releases a working product, with cross-functional teams involved in the planning, development, and testing of each product. The Agile methods that are used to perform this type of work are called Scrum, XP or Extreme Programming, FDD, which is which stands for Feature Driven Development, and many others. In a third agility scenario, many organizations are now adopting software that has minimal deployment and upgrade times. For example, we know that traditional ERP software packages, such as earlier versions of SAP and Oracle, used to that used to be installed in-house, uh, they would take longer to install and upgrade. Uh, that's different from the newer cloud-based offerings such as Workday and other ERP versions of the cloud. Finally, in trying to become agile enterprise-wide, to streamline the process from idea inception to project execution, organizations are now adopting portfolio management systems and software. This is because in many organizations, the process starting from idea inception to project formulation, definition, approval, and then execution is not very structured and thus it takes a long time to deliver on projects. As we have covered earlier, in this hyper-competitive environment of today, organizations can't afford to take long to deliver on ideas. One way some organizations have become agile in this regard is that they are instituting portfolio management techniques. So one way organizations are becoming agile in this regard is that they are instituting portfolio management techniques and systems across the enterprise to streamline this entire process from idea capture to execution and product delivery. This in turn is allowing organizations to evaluate and test ideas and execute projects and bring products to market rapidly. So to conclude, these were some of the scenarios in which organizations are adopting agile practices. As we talked about this earlier, agility is no longer an option today and organizations, therefore, will constantly be looking to bring agile methods in all parts of their business from strategy to operations. With this, we have come to the end of this episode. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast feed at iTunes and corpexcellence.com for more learning sessions on organizational excellence.